Hello and welcome to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. At Emmanuel Croydon, we exist to be a community drawn together by our desire to know and follow Jesus. We long to become disciples of Jesus who are equipped to serve him in the whole of life, transforming families, communities and workplaces as we love God with heart, mind, soul and strength. We hope you enjoy this week's talk from the morning services. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace to you. God, he must have been a dazzling figure full of heavenly lights and glory squeezed into Mary's small, tiny home, telling her something incredible that was going to happen to her that would change the world forever. He told her of God's extraordinary plan for her to become the mother of God's son. And then Mary herself, her changing body over the next nine months must have been a clear sign that what Angel Gabriel said was coming true. And this signpost towards a new experience for her gave her time to prepare and plan for the baby's arrival. I expect, like most mothers, she probably needed every single one of those nine months to get her head around what was going to happen. And then when Mary went to meet her cousin Elizabeth, who was also pregnant, the baby in Elizabeth's womb leapt for joy when Mary arrived. Now... Babies kick in their mother's stomachs all the time. But this is specifically mentioned in the Bible for a reason. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and recognised that Mary was carrying her Lord without having been told. I think it must have been a moment of great reassurance for both mothers to be. Another sign that God was at work in mysterious and exciting ways in the lives of these two women and their babies. As Sherry said, Jesus's birth had always been part of God's great cosmic plan to save the world. The prophets had told everyone it was coming. Sorry, I've lost my place. Um, Their writings, 700 years before he was born, had been a big signpost to something amazing that was coming, that had always been planned God had always wanted to find a way to reunite himself with his much-loved people because our relationship with him was damaged. So he had a really good idea, literally the best idea ever. And this way to be friends with him again was through Jesus. Jesus' birth was the continuation of the greatest rescue plan ever made that began at the very beginning of time and will stretch until Jesus brings us to be with him in heaven when he comes again. Of course, that star was another sign that we find in our Christmas story. The wise men recognised that the star in the sky was significant and was pointing to something special. They thought that it meant that the king of the Jews had been born, so they visited Herod's palace in Jerusalem, which made sense to them because kings were usually born in palaces, weren't they? But we know that Jesus, the Son of God, was actually born in a stable, in a place where the animals lived and fed. Meekness, yet majesty. 
a lowly place of birth for the most glorious King of Kings. And the shepherds witnessed a spectacular sign too. It wasn't a star, but it was a sky full of angels singing praises to God and announcing that a baby had been born who was the Son of God. That must have been amazing to witness, something that's beyond our comprehension. Signposts to God and to his rescue plan. I often think about Mary. What would she have thought about her visitors? Perhaps they were another reassuring sign that what the angel had said to her was true, that the child that she'd carried for nine months was more than just an ordinary baby. She and Joseph must have been awestruck by the news of the angels singing on the hills. And I wonder what they made of the grandiose wise men arriving in their home, presenting gifts that Mary and Joseph could never have afforded themselves. I do hope that Mary was comforted and encouraged by these signs. Well, what about us? We can see lots of signs in the Christmas story and other, in other stories in the Bible that point to God being at work back then. But God is also working in the world and in our lives today, in 2021. I wonder how good we are at looking out for it, of thanking God for his goodness to us and being aware of how he is working in our lives today. There may be times when a particular Bible verse jumps out at us, and we feel like that is God speaking to us directly. Or there might be people who encourage us, or seem to just say or do the right thing at the right time. Have you ever thought about that being a direct gift or sign from God? Or maybe you felt so strongly that you needed to pray about something. You may not even have been sure why. That is God working with you too. Or what about an ah moment when you see something out in nature, a beautiful scene? God is encouraging you there by sharing his power and his creativity with you. Don't forget to look for signs of God's goodness all around us and to thank him for it. But there's another challenge for us as well, in, for all of us. Are there ways in 2021 and 2022 as it starts that we can be a signpost to Jesus, to God? Perhaps in our actions, in the kindness that we show people. Perhaps in the way we spend our money or our time or in the things that we prioritise in our conversations. All of these things point to the way that God is working in our lives. Now, you should find at the end of your pew a signpost, and we're going to make a signpost tree decoration that I'd like you to take home at the end. If you're at home at the moment, there are lots of spare ones here. So next time you're in the building, please find one uh, and take it home with you. That would be amazing. So on the end of your pews, you should find a little bundle of these signposts. Perhaps you could pass them along the pew so that everyone can get hold of one right now. What we're going to do is we're going to take the piece of, of ribbon that we have and our signpost, and we're going to thread the ribbon through the signpost. Nothing more complicated than that. 
But as we thread the ribbon through the signpost, I want you to think of someone who could really do with knowing that Jesus is their friend and that he loves them. That person might even be you. Good. Well, thank you so much uh, again, everyone, for all that you've uh, contributed today. A special thanks, uh, I think, go to, to Claire and Sheridan and Stu and Hannah for giving the lead on so much. But actually, thanks to absolutely every one of you uh, who's been involved. And I want to thank Stuart personally for an opportunity to display my expert timekeeping skills on the bell. And you need to thank me for doing that so that you didn't have to. Um, <clears throat> But a couple, just a couple of notices before uh, we wrap up uh, this morning. First of all, um, Claire mentioned the Alpha Course in the new year. If you'd like to explore a little bit more about the Christian faith, that's a great way of starting to do that. We've also got some lovely little resources for you. A, a great little uh, pamphlet that we've got just by the door on the way out there called Outside In, Welcome into the Christmas Story a great way to just see it explained in simple terms. And if you've got a friend that you'd love to share the Christmas story with, this pamphlet is a great one to pick up and take with you. It goes through the basic details of what actually happened that first Christmas and what it means. Really easy to share. If you'd like to think about Christmas a bit more, what does it mean? What does it mean for me? I want to recommend this little book written by a friend of mine called Jago Wynn from Clapham. He has written this book called A Very Messy Christmas. And what's lovely about this uh, short book, it won't take you long at all to read it, um, is it really thinks about what does it mean to mark the birth of our Savior in the times that we're living in right now, written in the last year. And finally, if you've got some questions about whether you can believe any of this stuff, did, did this, any, of the, any of this stuff actually happen? Because it matters. I'd love to recommend this book by Re- Rebecca, Rebecca McLaughlin, Is Christmas unbelievable. Uh, Copies here. Do come and grab me for one of those. And there's a load of these very messy Christmases on the way out as well. Finally, if you'd like to pray with someone, um, please do come and uh, catch me or another member of our ministry team. Or if you've joined us online and you'd love someone to be in touch with you, why not send us an email or call out on the chat bar and let us know. We'd love to pray with you or speak to you. Finally, just to give you a heads up of what's coming up in the coming days, we've got our three services on Christmas Eve, particularly worth emphasizing that 2 p.m. one will be live streamed and, of course, will be online after that. And then Christmas Day at uh, 10 a.m., we will be here in the building and also live streamed. And then on on Boxing Day, uh, on Sunday, we have an 8.30 communion here uh, in the morning. That will be just uh, spoken only. Obviously, um, things are constantly changing and we'll be uh, having a close eye on guidance from the government. And as the, the situation develops, we'll update you on how any of those things are changing. And please do pray for us as we do that. Christmas is a wonderful opportunity to share the best news there is in the world. To some degree, that is frustrated this year. But on another level, it is all the more urgent and people feel that, I think. So let's be praying that our testimony to the Lord Jesus would reach many this Christmas. But now a final prayer. May the words of the prophets, the good news of the angels, the light of the star, all the signs of God's good purposes 
lead each one of us to Christ this Christmas. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with each of us all and remain with us always. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. For more information about our church and everything we have going on, visit our website, emmanuelcroydon.org.uk. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram to see and hear what's going on in the life of our church. God bless you and have a wonderful week. Thank you.